And welcome to the Friday, February 16th, 2007 edition of The Relevant Podcast, the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I am a recovering Cameron Strang, and here with me is the editorial crew, editorial director Kara Davis. Happy President's Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you yeah, very much. Sure. Managing editor Adam Smith. I hope your Valentine's Day was lovely. And, ooh, the pressure's on, Jesse. <laughs> and web content producer, Jesse Carey. Adam stole mine, so I'm going to say um, just have a merry holiday season, because these are two major holidays here. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, generally, we think of New Year's and Christmas as the holidays, not me. It's Valentine's Day and President's Day. Those are the wow. biggies. And don't forget MLK, just a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I, I apologize for anybody uh, who's bothered by... The unusual tones in my voice, uh, sicknesses have been going around here in the relevant offices, and apparently I'm next. But, but I did bring chocolates for, for everybody here awesome. today. It gives you kind of a husky radio voice that I think is good. Yeah. <laughs> so the ratings will go up, yeah. and I need to just stay <laughs> ill. I'm going to start licking public things uh, and you, stay <laughs> sick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That'd be a good name for a band, licking public things. <laughs> I think you. a good name for a band would be Gouge. <laughs> Gouge. Oh. Okay, uh, back on uh, Wednesday, uh, we went to, I know it's long gone by now, but we went to Google.com, you know, the old Google.com, and you know how they theme it, they do little, you know, visual things for the different holidays. They did a chocolate-covered strawberry for the G, and then the little trail of chocolate made the rest of the G. The problem was... They didn't put an L on it. And so it says G-O-O-G-E, the googe. Yeah. And <laughs> I love it because, you know, they're so protective about their brand that they threaten to sue people who use Google as a verb. They said, you cannot use, don't say I Googled that. We'll sue you. It's in the that. dictionary. Can we, can we say we gooched it? No, they, they they said that they do not want people to do that, and they threaten lawsuits. Well, too bad. It's and in now the that they well, now it, the, yeah. what they're trying to do is start a new word, the gooch. Yeah. I May- gooched it. I I wonder if maybe we could start a comp- like a competing search engine called Googe. Well, if you say I gooched it, I think that should be I really messed up. Yeah, Remember I really like messed up. Google misspelled their own name. They oh, totally yeah. I gooched, gooched it. it. Yeah. Okay, so I on Wednesday I screenshotted it because I I figured it'd probably only be up for about ten minutes before somebody over there got fired. But um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to put Whoever it on Googe that one. I'm going to put it on the podcast stuff page so people can see with their very own eyes the Googe. Yeah, and I want to use that word from now on, dude. You totally gooched that. <laughs> so, Shrewded it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That's what people say around the office. I don't know. Shrewded. It's <laughs> not Dwight, is it? All right. Uh, this week, instead of doing entertainment releases, uh, we're actually splicing this little uh, addendum in. You'll notice that my cold isn't as bad on my voice <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's going to be funny. And, uh, <laughs> and I've developed it. Or it is, if you're it's listening be- to it's it right be- now. It's because it got much, much worse, and now I'm, I'm recovered. 
we are we are splicing this segment in several days after we recorded the podcast to bring you guys up to speed on some updates, uh, namely why this podcast is so late. Last week we switched over servers on our website, and what was told would what we were told would be a two day process ended up being a now two week process. <laughs> and uh, because of a glitch that we didn't find out until this last weekend, um, we realized that the February 9th edition of the podcast with Gasoline Heart actually didn't go up till like the 18th like a week more than a week late so today's edition the 16th we thought would be silly to upload at the same time so we want to give you a couple day buffer and uh, we're uploading it obviously now on the 20th and you might be hearing this on the 21st next week's podcast has don miller in the studio and that will be back on schedule so definitely you know friday night tune back in there will be a podcast there. So essentially you're going to have three podcasts this week to make up for a pretty long gap. I hope, I hope they you can, can handle, handle it. it. <laughs> what? Well, we never finish, finish each, each other's, other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. sandwiches. Why would I say <laughs> sandwich? Um, well, okay. that time I was going to say sandwich. A couple other little updates that uh, everybody should know. Um, we are moving uh, as of, Literally minutes ago, when I faxed over lease paperwork, the relevant offices are moving, moving to the north side of downtown Orlando to this funky building where you can park on the roof. It's uh, you're not supposed to, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're supposed to. I just want to clarify for anybody who didn't get his sense. You have of humor. to drive really fast to clear that <laughs> ramp. Yeah, there, ramp. there is quite a jump there. Yeah, Basically, and the roof a hill is in peaked. The front. So <laughs> the roof is peaked. So you're really lucky if you can kind of balance it. Yeah, you got to slam Hit on the that brakes. Right emergency away. brake. Yeah. You're creating lies. <laughs> All lies. Anyway, uh, we're moving uh, in, in actually just a few weeks. And so to, uh, because of that, we have a couple ev- things happening that you should know about. First of all, we are having a massive moving sale at RelevantStore.com. Everything must go. Uh, honestly, literally. Liquidation. Yeah, everything. We have a lot of inventory, and we can't take it all with us. And so we are putting stuff at prices that we've never done before. Okay. We, um, I, I don't know the details, but basically, if you order over a certain dollar amount, you'll actually get a lot of uh, back issues of Relevant if you want it. Um, you'll get free shipping at a certain dollar amount. There's basically unprecedented prices, free shipping at a certain level, and if you want them, free back issues of the and, magazine. And wooden pallets and pack tape right? <laughs> yes if you want any wooden pallets we can ship yeah. it freight although that won't be free uh also if you are interested if you're part of some larger group or organization and you're interested in bringing in a bunch of copies of relevant to distribute to whether it be a campus organization or a church group or just you want to be the most popular person on your block we are making back issues available you can email Erin, W-E-R-I-N-W, at RelevantMediaGroup.com and talk to her about that. Lastly, I think, uh, this week in 8.50, we, uh, we're doing the final push of the subscription offer that has uh, relevant posters. We did some limited edition relevant posters, really, really cool artwork. And uh, if you subscribe to the magazine this week only, you will get some uh, relevant posters uh, in the mail. That's a deal. Uh, we're not going to hand deliver them. You'll get them in the mail. <laughs> and uh, they're really cool. Limited offer, limited time only. So I just want to make people aware of that just because it's really cool and it'll go away. So, you know, I wonder, I don't usually mention subscription offers, but this is definitely one. If you've been thinking about getting the magazine, this is a good time to do it. Limited edition. No tricks, all treats. Mm-hmm. This time. 
Uh, you know, we're moving, and last time we moved, we had a big open house party. Is it yes, too early to announce any plans for our upcoming office? Um, considering we just got the place uh, a few minutes ago, uh, we haven't really made plans yet. <laughs> too soon, Jesse. However, <laughs> too soon. however, I can say that, yes, there will be a massive open house Could- party. Could it be dubbed House Party 2? <laughs> I like it. Um, I, a couple years ago, we moved into this office. We had Mute Math play and you know because they were big at the time. Now, buzz, <laughs> buzz around the office is that we've got we've got some pretty big artist plans. I, I think it's. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to say anything, but I've heard it's between Prince and you too. The police, possibly, if we can't get Prince or you too. Yeah, those uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> producing plans you guys sent in that was really for our yeah, house party, <laughs> house party zip, artist zip subject change yeah. a lot but the, the zip lines and the pyrotechnics definitely yeah. are going to happen regardless of who's yeah. and I mean, I, how are you going to get down from the roof <laughs> yeah seriously once you've parked up there yeah. I, I have contacted the Navy and the Blue Angels <laughs> they're coming red white and blue smoke out the back too it's going to be awesome. Probably the House Party 2 will be in the month of May, yeah. and we will definitely lock in details. And, yeah. you know, th- we didn't want people nationally to come down for the Magic game. That was just weird. But <laughs> for House Party 1, we actually had people fly in from Portland, L.A., Denver, Seattle, all over the country. They came down for the party. It was a, it was a great event. It was a fun party. It was a fun party. And so for House Party 2, we're going to literally blow the roof we're, off we're pulling out all the stops so don't park up there no because it's getting blown it's off. getting blown off <laughs> we're, we're that's gonna, gonna severely hamper our parking situation down the road now and the so. city has required that we take the roof off anyway for <laughs> safety reasons but it just conveniently <laughs> because shrapnel from the roof yeah could possibly hurt bystanders <laughs> so yeah more details to come on that uh any other questions um do you have any birthday plans coming up uh, that's right Middle of March, March 15th. Beware the Ides. Uh, I'll probably, honestly, be painting that night, the new office. Oh, that's sad. I was just mapping out the calendar, all the work we have to do in the month of March to make it ready for House Party 2. And, uh, you know, it's... We can make it a fun painting. The big 4-0. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> really snuck up on you. <laughs> Time is freaking flying. That yeah. last ten years just zipped by. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like a year for the rest of us too. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, today's podcast is cool because we have in the studio with us uh, artist and author Tara Lee Cobble. She actually performs a song for us, and we talk to her about things, and, and that's coming stuff and stuff, and that's coming up later. You won't want to miss that, so stay tuned. All right, so uh, that will end the se- the segment. Um, so, you know, we're skipping entertainment releases because they're old news anyway. We'll be back on schedule this Friday with special guest Don Miller. And up next, Slices. Outdated Slices. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Cold War Kids. The song is Hang Me Up to Dry. It's the feature video this week over at Relevant.tv. Also, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Asobi Seksu with Goodbye. Um, the video has flowers in it. Yeah. A also, of, A lot of cool motion graphics there. Also playing this week over at Relevant 
TV. Cold War Kids, interesting, interestingly enough, I gooch that. Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, I heard that the the guys are Christians. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. That's yeah. what I've heard. Uh, so we're even if it's not true, we're purporting that we're rumor. We're just going to assume that. We're gonna spread it. But we have heard that from reliable sources. Yeah. Uh, I've actually though they don't necessarily want to be outed. Yeah, well, which, I, which I just did. Th- there was some recent. Uh, they were in the in the blog music blog realm recently because it had kind of came out that these guys are Christian rockers, but their music pretty much speaks for themselves. The buzz I think is comparable. Um, if you remember when Arctic Monkeys first came onto the mm-hmm. scene, everyone yeah, was I would just say so. like, I would say that they are the stateside equivalent of the Arctic so, Monkeys. So they're going to save rock and roll. They're an English band, and when their album came out, it had such a groundswell of critical acclaim. Um, You're good. You should write like stickers on CD covers. <laughs> hey, do you know what? It's a from? groundswell of critical acclaim. <laughs> so good at blurbs. Yeah. Do you know why I I've developed blurb skills? It's because I write slices every day, and you have to sum up big ideas in short sentences. So that's the only reason anybody could do it with practice. So it's not nature; it's nurture. That's right. from my experience because you should see me before I start working here. I know blurb skills. <laughs> <laughs> so kids. Next thing you know, he's going to get a job at some radio station, and his name will be on all the movie commercials. <laughs> Exhilarating. <laughs> really tiny. Jesse Carey, WQRK. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I write like five-word reviews. Yeah. Groundswell. So if, you're, if you're dreaming of a lucrative career in blurb writing kids, <laughs> don't worry. You know, if you if you don't feel very skilled with it, Practice. just yeah, get that's, a bunch of news stories. That's not a joke. I mean, them. you think about the web; most of it is blurb oriented, even print magazines, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we have to write a readers. lot of blurbs. Yeah. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Before. There's a lesson in this case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, blurbs are the way of the future. This is a devo. Just wait. This is a deeper <laughs> walk right here. <laughs> um, and it'll be a blurb deeper walk as well. <laughs> uh, um, but the Arctic Monkeys, uh, they had that, like a really raw sound to them, and it was it was so refreshing. Um, but also, like I said, it was very English sounding. So I think I, I really think the Cold War Kids are kind of the American version of that because it is just old school rock and roll. You know? Yeah, they're super good. They got a lot of soul. We it's, we could buy onlinegooge dot com. That's available. Online Googe. Online It just doesn't hold the power. is also. It just doesn't hold the power of having Googe. What about Googe, duh, with a D? Oh. Like I Googed that. Let me try that. You probably wouldn't get as many typos. Unless some people actually think that, you know, Googled is, is, right. is, a, is a real thing. That's the power of googe.com is that so many people go there accidentally. Yeah. Uh, it was bought by a squatter. Budgetnames.com bought it. But we can get googe.net <laughs> or googe.org for our nonprofit arm. Yeah. What about dot .biz? Is that googe. still available? Biz is indeed okay, available. googe.tv? Uh, no, but googe.name and uh, googe.biz and info are all available. What about gov? <laughs> I, think, I think they reserve those yeah just in case there's a branch of government that eventually comes up called the googe <laughs> it'll be, the it'll be go- an acronym the government office of 
geographic mm. geographic expedition. expeditions. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the exploration. Gooch.gov. Well, Woolsey works there. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> he got demoted <laughs> to, to start the Gooch office. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're gonna be chief finance executive of Gooch. Yeah. You uh, you googed up your last post, so <laughs> it's straight to gooch for you. I think Google can handle it. You know? I think they can too. I think they'll never then, bounce back. Then we, yeah, we see some report. <laughs> we see some report that you know because of this thing that happened on Wednesday, Google stock just plummets. Yeah, they yeah. lost investor confidence. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, if they can mess up the spelling, what else are they going to mess up? You know, all the search results are going to be wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all going to be one letter off. <laughs> <laughs> There's no L. You can't search for a word with an L. <laughs> all right. Well, Kara's nodding off, so we better get going with slices. Okay. And now with slices, here's wake up, Kara Davis. <laughs> Chad Allen was uh, an openly gay actor cast as um, the Christian missionary in End of the Spear, a movie that was produced by Evangelical Film Company in 2005, and there was you know quite a bit of controversy around that. Uh, he has a new film out uh, that was just premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. It's called Save Me, and Chad plays Mark, a drug-addicted, promiscuous gay man who is sent by um, his brother to the Genesis House, which is a live-in therapy program that, you know, aims to cure gay men. And um, the storyline goes that he does find God at the Genesis House, but he also finds love. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> but um, It sounds like a romantic comedy when you yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> right. But um, Newsweek has an interview with him, um, and he's talking about this. But the, the last quote in the story I wanted, wanted to read, the interviewer asks him, uh, what does he think about the people in the movie who you, who use the scriptures against homosexuality and like how, what does he think about those scriptures in the Bible? Um, and he said, my understanding of those seven biblical passages that supposedly speak about homosexuality is that none of them speak about homosexuality as we understand it today in a loving, committed relationship. They speak about pedophilia, they speak about rape, they speak about violence, but they don't speak about this. Hmm. So that's what he, that's what he thinks about that. Hmm. Well, that's kind of a downer. <laughs> I don't really know what we could are, say. Are Kevin yeah. James, are Kevin James and Adam Sandler in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we're back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Kevin Eubanks, everyone. That, that was a really odd start to yeah. slices. You that pulled that one out no, of the future. But I feel like it, it is interesting. It's no, very yeah. interesting. So, well, no, no comment necessary. We'll just leave it as is. <laughs> Just a distasteful joke over on this. Side <laughs> we can always count on you, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll bring us. <laughs> can I can I borrow that pin? Sure. Thanks. You can just throw it. Thanks. Well, there was a a, a a recent study that I thought was pretty interesting, and the study found that people who think they're getting a good workout obtain more benefits than those who perform the exact same activities but don't think they're doing exercise. And they basically said that the placebo effect is very real when it comes to fitness. Huh. Like what they did was they had they they had housekeepers from you know tons of different hotels, and they told half of them that as you were cleaning rooms that you're going to get really physically fit. Like you'll see a noticeable difference. Uh, they're like new housekeepers. 
And the ones that they told that to actually did lose a lot of weight. And the ones they didn't tell that to didn't lose any. But I, the, I've heard I've heard sitting in a room and talking into microphones is incredibly good for your health. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Maybe you can just will yourself into fitness. Hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to go do the podcast and get a good workout. Yeah. yeah. There was also a story that came out this week that said napping will improve your health, decrease your risk of heart disease. So that's why I often catch naps during, podcasts. <laughs> during the podcast. Well, we're actually very health the, conscious people. But, but napping, I would think it would be because the people who can nap don't lead stressful lives or else they wouldn't be able to nap in the middle of the day. Well, I think and so maybe they would be less stressed. Part of it is maybe you come home after work, you catch a brief nap. You think you would, people would nap at dinner time? I think some people might. Do you nap at dinner time? No. I have. I, I mean, I, yeah. Before, I, have I get really tired right then, but I always push through because it's like, I don't want to sleep now. I'll be up all night. Well, before I was married, there would be a lot of times I'd just come lay on the couch and just be gone for about an hour and then get up, you know. And be up all night. Eat some Hot Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and counteract so, any health. Yeah, I was going to say, um, the only problem with, you know, napping to increase your lifespan is that whatever extra lifespan you get, you spend asleep. Oh. <laughs> it's like that episode of Seinfeld. Where so it's almost point. like you're dead, really. It really is. Because it's, it's not like you're enjoying the life. Yeah, it's completely counterproductive. Where that, that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer decides to go on the Leonardo da Vinci, or as he calls him, Leonardo da Vinci, uh, sleep routine, and he only sleeps like 15 minutes an hour. And so he has, in his mind, it'll add years and years to his life because he wasn't sleeping, and he becomes very sleep-deprived and can't function. <laughs> but I, and he kept waking Jerry up at four in the morning to go hey, do stuff. Do? <laughs> I, and now, did I, did I imagine this, or did he call him Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> and Jerry's like, it's da Vinci. He's like, no, no, it's Leonardo. It translates to the master, da Vinci. <laughs> Am I making that up, or was that a punchline on that episode? I, I do not recall. Hmm. I got a pretty good memory when it comes to sci-fi references. I think it's nature, not nurture. Nurture, not nature. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, speaking of things a little bit contrary to nature, um, <laughs> a uh, Christian university in Michigan has uh, fired a transgendered professor. Okay. Uh, no, tell me what transgender is. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Do they have a sex change? Yeah, we'll get there, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Didn't mean to skip ahead. No, no, no it's okay. <laughs> just get excited. I want to if you could just now, blurb your <laughs> slice like Jesse, it'd be better. <laughs> if I could cut this later, down. I have a groundswell of anticipation for your slice right now. <laughs> it's worth it. Um, Dr. John, I'm going to guess Nemechek. Uh, he's taught at this school for 16 we're years. We're just going to call him Dr. John. Did you, did you, just, did you <laughs> just say, like, Dr. N, and you were like, I'm going to say... Dr. John N, who re- wishes to remain anonymous. I'm going to guess Nemechek. <laughs> um, I don't know why. He's got a punch. just seems like it. Um, at any rate, he's taught this school for 16 years, but he started to transition to become a woman. Now, Dr. Wait, Julie Nemechek. <laughs> it's a Christian college. It is indeed a Christian college. Now, however, um, the college is actually facing some legal action because Nemechek's attorney says that even though it's a Christian college, they accept federal funding. And so if you accept federal funding, you have to follow federal law. So uh, they're set to go to mediation in March and see if they can work something out. But they said that they're willing to to go to court if the school won't settle in some way. So uh, Dr. Julie... Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Is it, did, wasn't there stories like this about um, Christian schools that had um, 
stipulations in their handbook about students being gay. Didn't we talk about? Wasn't there a slice? Wasn't there that in the news like a long time ago? Yeah. Like a student was trying to sue. Yeah. yeah, it was a student that was expelled because he was uh, practicing homosexual. Yeah. Right, because it said on MySpace. Yeah, yeah. he was gay. I think it was Kentucky Wesleyan or something like that. No, no, it wasn't Kentucky Wesleyan. What Melissa, school was it? Melissa went there. Oh, so definitely not. Um, I can't remember. It was, it was in, in Kentucky, though. Yeah, it was in like London, Kentucky, or somewhere it, around there. Here's my question: Do all major Christian universities are they all 100 percent private? Or do they... Well, obviously not, because this one has federal funding that I, he just talked about. I mean, do, is there is there a lot that are that receive some federal funding, do you know? I mean, I don't really know how it works, funding for college, but... That's this week's editorial question of the week. <laughs> how does funding for Christian I, colleges yeah. work? <laughs> yeah. Please send me a detailed legal brief. <laughs> um, but that is... Someone will, you know. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> okay, so since we've mentioned him... Uh, I, I want to bring him up again because I think there was news about him this this last week. Uh, but the American Idol guy that we've talked about, Sean Michelle, the guy who did the Johnny Cash song, Kara, mm. you told me that this week he was booted. Yes, Tuesday night. Um, he made it to Hollywood. He made it through a couple of rounds. Was cut after the group round because we kept getting all these like emails, like, "Oh, he was you know uninvited to Hollywood because he wouldn't shave his beard yeah. and like all this stuff." Yeah, yeah, that so rumor had been going around about. for you know a couple of weeks or whatever. So if you emailed us that, you were very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Spreading gossip. They yeah. googed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and actually, uh, for those pe- uh, people who subscribe to 850, you actually saw an interview with Sean Michelle in your inbox this yeah. week. Yeah, he's but actually, he's like, I mean, he's a talented musician. You can go to MySpace and hear his stuff. It's very, it's really like worshipful music, but he's also. He got into music to fund a trip to Africa. He actually went to Nambia for six weeks to, and as part of a, a discipleship program. And he's he's played a lot of shows with um, to kind of help uh, missions and social justice. He's played to raise money for invisible children, and uh, he's involved in a lot of cool stuff that. Uh, you know, even just even just two minutes of exposure on a show that big has mm-hmm. yeah. has kind of put his name. And you know, I'm happy for you know a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, his incredible Cinderella run has come to an end on American Idol. Yes, but you know the rumor was that he wouldn't cut his hair and he le- you know had to leave or whatever. But even if that that were true, like you know, let's say he made it through Idol to the to the phase where they they have stylists and things. Um, you know, if you knew your chances of winning were slim, like I'd rather be known for not conforming and yeah. you know leaving than conforming and still not winning. That's very true. But, That's good. But if you thought you could win, you would conform. Is what you're if saying? You thought you could win in a heartbeat. But but this, yeah. whatever you ask yeah. me to do, what do you want, Simon? Just here's leather, my soul. Leather pants, okay. <laughs> but in the <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's the peanut butter we were just eating Reese's that you cannot see. Tell uh, him about the like what he said about the sixty song. Oh yeah, I I, I talked like, to him that a was couple. A group t- round. Yeah, I've talked to him a couple times on the phone, and. He was having, he said a lot of times, because they, they all put him up in some big house or hotel. They all live together out in Hollywood. They're out there for a while. And he said that he was having a lot of mental, uh, kind of going back and forth, justifying the whole idea of American Idol and him being like wanting to make authentic worship type music. And he said, so once you get in later rounds, they pick songs for you. And he's playing these 50 
50s, 60s, you know, pop songs. And and so he was trying to think, like, how is this worship? And he, so he decided that, you know, maybe God does like 60s music. And that, uh, <laughs> that you know, if he's singing a 50s love song, he can sing a 50s love song to God. Because he said he figures God has a sense of humor. I tried to reassure him that I'm sure he does, but... I wouldn't want to sing and 50s love songs. God is the one who put the bomb in the bomb, shabomb, shabomb. <laughs> I hear. No, isn't there some sort of conflict that didn't, isn't there a ten, one of the Ten Commandments talk about putting no idol before me? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think it was directly referring to American idols yeah. as well. Hey, he didn't specify. He was talking about all idols. <laughs> yeah. um, but he said I think that Chris has no place on that show. How dare he? I will judge him now. <laughs> I, I asked him about that. I asked him, you know, when you went in there, did you, did you have did you have an opportunity to share your faith with a lot of other contestants? And he said that uh, actually a lot of the other contestants were sharing their faith with him. And then he said, "You'd be surprised how many people in that on that show." I'm not surprised. It's clean, and it's it's you know what I mean. I think it, well, it attracts more wholesome people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's middle America, yeah. and uh, you know, I agree. Yeah, yeah there's a the lot of people who do well, and and a lot American of the people. a lot of kids who are in their upper teens or early twenties who are that accomplished. How did they sing? Probably in church. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably That's growing true. up. Well, in wasn't church. wasn't the 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 song that what's her name? Um, Kelly Pickler just won. Wasn't it Jesus Take the Wheel? Didn't she just win a Grammy? Carrie, for Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. <laughs> oh, man. Kelly a lot Pickler's of people will be upset by that. For <laughs> Is that a real name? <laughs> Kelly Pickler? Yeah. yeah. Or did you just make it up? Because it's yeah. a funny name if you no. just made it Yeah, yeah. kind of like Adam did with, what's no. his name? Uh, Nemechek. I'm going to say Kelly uh, Pickler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny you said people were sharing their faith with him. Do they think he wasn't a Christian because he had beard, long hair? He looked rebellious. I, I, no. Oh, that's awesome. That guy looks no. kind of like Jesus. Let's go witness to him. <laughs> no, I, it's from, probably not safe. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but from what I understood, a lot of people were really open and were, look, and were looking at it as an opportunity to share their faith on a... On a you know, high level, you know, being on a platform and being able to share their faith and what they believe. So he said a lot of people were, he said that he went in with kind of, he prejudged it. He said, I know how all this, this show is so lame, these people. But he said he was really humbled by how genuine a lot of the people were. Did, did you guys, have you ever been like when you visited a really conservative church or a smaller church and you kind of sit on the back row or whatever and you just look the way you look and everybody's kind of like, you notice people are looking at you like, oh, there's an unsafe person in the back. <laughs> yeah. And they reach out to you after the service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually had, a, <laughs> I had an experience like that. It was actually at a swing dancing class. Uh, I was invited with, um, I went with Jeremy, who's a, who's a designer here. Wait, wait a second. Well, you and Jeremy went swing dancing? Not together. Our, his well, wife. <laughs> quite obviously you went together. <laughs> well, sort of. Anyway, it was... Um, when was this, 1998? No, this was actually because that's when swing dancing was popular. <laughs> no, it was actually recently. And snap. And I went in with the idea that you know I'm not. This might shock a lot of people, but I'm not a dancer, really. And I went in with you're the not idea. You're triple threat. You're a double oh, threat. Oh, pish posh, Jesse. And I was going to use. I was going to use my personality to wow the class. You know, so I went in as kind of like the goofy guy. And I got the, the look from the teacher that, that suddenly he was, he was in dangerous mind. Or what's that movie Antonio Banderas is? You know? Like, I'm going to make this kid my project. You know? Like, no, this one's not slipping away. You're going to be saved by the dance, son. You know? And, 
It, it the rhythm happen. is going to get you. Yeah, it, did, <laughs> it didn't happen. But it's that same kind of look you get at the back of the church like, uh-oh, we, we got a rebel in here. Well, guess what? We're not letting this one slip away. I went to a little church that had about 50 people in it, and, and we couldn't get out of there fast enough. You know, So we're, we're in the back row, and we're just like bolting it. I swear somebody ran to like come outside like caught us <laughs> and the guy and the man stops me and this was a few years ago i had a few more earrings at the time and stuff and uh the guy stops me and says during the service the lord really really spoke to me about you and if you come back next week i'll tell you what he said he did not say no that. way <laughs> he was trying to get me to come back Wow. Unbelievable. That's wrong. Isn't that so manipulative? I can't believe a it. a carrot there. You should have... <laughs> like, oh, can't wait. Yeah, you should have like lit up a cigarette and been like, we'll see, Pops. <laughs> you know, and then, then get in your Dodge Charger and burn out like spit gravel all over the place. There goes a wild one. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break that, Bronco. <laughs> uh, is I'm, that a- I'm going to go speeding around Dead Man's Curve. I'll see you later. <laughs> I had a black leather jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so is that is that it for slices? Anymore? I do have a similar story, but it's not Let's like a one up or anything. Do tell. Well, I was I was a teenager and I was in a small <laughs> Wait, small church. You were. Yes, at the time, uh, a, a smallish church that I didn't attend, and but I knew people there. And I'm sitting there, and the pastor says something like, "Tonight is your night to be saved, Kara," and I. <laughs> I was mortified. My face like went white. And my hands started sweating, and I'm like, "I'm, but I'm saved already." I think, and oh, like, man. like nothing happened for a while. Like he did his message and everything, and then like I'm, I am like sweating bullets the entire time. And then right at the end of the message, the lady in front of me gets up and goes to the altar. Her name was Carol, and he had said <laughs> Carol, and he like knew her, and she came oh. there that night for that purpose. Oh, and, uh, oh, but. Man. For a while, it was a weird feeling. Uh-huh. It was very weird. Like, no, I'm I'm saved. Hey, I just got a press release. That the title is "It's Party Time with Toby Mac." <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Just deleted. Oh, is it? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> what kind of party again. are we talking again. about? Yeah, another party again. How old are Did you? Did we Toby? just do this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for slices and your evangelism update. And up next, Terry Lee Cobble. Hi, this is Tara Lee Cobble, and I'm going to be playing a song for you today called I Wonder. Sometimes I wonder how much he knew of all the things his love would put him through. Did he ever pass a tree along his way? No, it was the very tree he'd die upon someday And if he did, did his heart break Every time he passed it on the street I wonder if he ever thought That tree I made will be The death of me Oh, the irony carpentry did it 
Secret Service, a reminder of his legacy. And did he bear it constantly? Building with the nails that tore his body. And if he did, did his heart break? Every time the metal broke the beam, well, I wonder if he ever thought a nail like this will be the death of me. Well, I may never know what crossed his mind, but there's one more question hanging on inside. Did he ever think of me? Two thousand years somewhere across the sea. And if he did, did his heart break? Even though he died so willingly, well, I wonder if he ever thought my love for her will be. The death of me. Tara Lee, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Well, I hear you have an interesting New Year's resolution. Tell us about it. I'm doing photo a day this year. I felt inspired by some friends who did it last year, and they had great ways to remember their year. So I started doing it because I've been touring for about seven years and haven't taken a single photo, I don't think. Wow. Um, so I've been to almost every state in America and have no record of that. And I take pictures now to document that. It's fun. What was your photo yesterday? Um, <laughs> yesterday, I went to get an oil change and I went to the Jiffy Lube because you can get your oil changed in a Jiffy. And it took <laughs> almost an hour. And oh. so um, it was funny because I was driving by later with my friend Lindsay and the Jiffy had burned out on the sign. <laughs> and wow. so it just said Lube. lube. <laughs> nice. So that was my photo because Perfect. it was totally yeah, much Jiffy. Much more accurate. Yes. Yeah. Not at all Jiffy um, Lube is what it should be called. What is the most bizarre photo you've taken so far? Hmm. I, I don't know. Are you I posting a, these on your what, like a blog or yeah, website? Yeah, terraleecobble.blogspot.com. How do you spell that? T a r a l e i g h c o b b l e dot blogspot dot com. Spell that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding. <laughs> Is that blog with umlauts? <laughs> yes. 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 Totally. Cool. Well, Tara Lee is the author of Here's to Hindsight, Letters to My Former Self, which Relevant published, and she's a singer-songwriter, as she mentioned. You have a new album that's out. I do. It's called Here's to Hindsight. Cool. CDs to my former self. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I hope your former self had a CD player. (laughs) Eight track, actually. (laughs) Cool. So how did you try to kind of weave in the, the album with the book? A lot of the songs that are on the new CD are written from or are written about these stories that are in the book. So if you're paying close attention, you can tell who the songs are about or what situation they're about. For instance, there's one part in the book where I talk about um, a suitcase and there's a song that mentions a suitcase. And if you're intuitive, you can pick up on the little clues, the context clues, and be like, oh, that's about that guy or that situation or... 
whatever. Cool. So you should listen and as you read along. <laughs> you should put little bings in your CD so you know when to turn <laughs> the page. <laughs> that would be That'd a be good idea. Should have thought of that. Cool. Do you think that made the... Uh, the book and the album easier to write or harder to write? To a little more difficult. Yeah. A little more difficult. But I I wrote them separately. I wrote the book first, and then I wrote the CD probably six months later. And some of the songs I had started writing during the time that I was going through those things, but then just finished them up later. But choosing the right songs was an easier process because we could toss out anything that didn't really relate. Right. You're on the road a lot. What's What's next for you? Belize. And Cozumel. Um, Yeah, I leave for Belize on Monday, so I'm excited about that. I've never had a passport. I got my first passport for this trip, so I'm excited. Should be good times. Very cool. I want to see some pictures from there. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) TaraLeeCobble.blogspot.com. We'll be there. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know anything about me. Listening to Milo, the song is You Don't Know, but you do know because I just told you. Yeah. Uh, prior to Tara Lee, uh, you heard POD with Going In Blind. See, I thought that was an appropriate segue to a female singer-songwriter. I figured I'd play a little POD. I don't... I was, oh. <laughs> the contrast I was trying to, style. I was trying to make a connection. Wah, yeah. Wah. Going In Blind. Yeah, I thought it was some poker <laughs> reference. Like, is she, is she talking about poker? <laughs> She's huge on the Vegas circuit. <laughs> Okay, so uh, this is going to be a blended segment of uh, updates and feedback, uh, because prior to feedback, I have to give you an update. Our website, this last week, uh, you noticed probably, was down quite a bit. It's because we were upgrading our servers to a new server with the, with the new relevant TV and, and other things and just growth of traffic. Our server just couldn't handle the, uh, the bandwidth, so we had to upgrade. That said... We asked you last week about your uh, ideal Super Bowl halftime show, and I'm sure a lot of you wrote in, but we only got four emails. So um, we might have to also do a part two of this yeah. next week to pick a true winner of the Valentine's Day. And, pack and the reason late, we only got four. The, the reason we only got four is because the server was right. only letting would only come on for seconds at a time, and emails would slip in, and it would only yeah, let only, in really awesome ones. And m- yeah, most only the, from people who are saved. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a filtering for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have tattoos Sal- or earrings, Sal- Sal- come through. Oh, <laughs> or if you're a swing, we are we now actually, marketing. Yeah, it. we actually hired a swing dance teacher to you know filter emails. What? What? <laughs> He's trying to go back to his story, but we won't let him. Um, so we'll read you the couple that we have, and uh, most of the feedback we get usually comes in you know Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and. Those were the days the, the site was down. So uh, we apologize for only having a few. And if any decent ones come in after the podcast is recorded, we'll, we'll read them next week. If you'd like to send it in by U.S. Post, you can do that. <laughs> or our fax. Our fax is 407-660-8555. That was a huge that mistake. That would be awesome. It wasn't a huge mistake. What? People are going to crank if you'd like us, to big fax deal. us in sandwich orders or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like people to start faxing us. That would be fun. That would be fun. That'd be retro. Does anyone use fax machines really anymore? I mean, I guess for like legal stuff. Right. Telegrams. <laughs> they don't do those anymore. That's They're unfortunate. Gone. Western Did Union's done with telegrams. What? Oh, really? Man. They we did, did a slice about it. Four or five months ago. Oh, that's a shame. Oh. Yeah. Do, Why we, is it a shame? 
Just, How many telegrams have you sent? I could email this guy, call him on his cell phone, or send a telegram. Well, nothing quite says I'm thinking of you like a telegram. Would a guy Stop. show up? Yeah, would a guy show up and be like, Jesse's calling. Stop. Listen, he wanted to know about what you thought about that. Stop. And then ride away on his horse. Stop. With, with like a six shooter, like, uh oh. Like shooting behind him. Yeah, he peeled out in his car and kicked up gravel. <laughs> See ya, pops. Sure enough, he came back next week, though. What a story that was. He'll tell you next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it's like a Lifetime original or like a, a, a Christian Network special. You know? <laughs> it works. Yeah. <laughs> if you dangle a carrot to uns- people you suspect to be unsaved, yeah. they will come back. All right. Not to make fun, but it's too late. Okay. <laughs> and Nelson wrote in. She said... Um, that she loves our podcast and she and her husband got hooked on it a few months ago. It's like crap. That's not good. I like That's like it. an idol. She needs to repent. <laughs> she listens to it while she does dishes. So... That's an she, interesting she combination. For, you must have a lot of dishes to do. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, she only does, it takes like an hour. She only does dishes once a week. That's <laughs> the <laughs> problem, actually. <laughs> you say, <"Ew."> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know why there's a smell in her house most of the time. <laughs> but, it's infested with ants. <laughs> all right. Uh, she says her idea for, this, for the next Super Bowl halftime show. A bed rolls across the stage. Oh, I like it already. <laughs> Out come the monkeys who have reunited to do the Super Bowl halftime show. And just when you think nothing could be better than the Davy Peter, Mickey, and Michael singing a Neil Diamond song at the Super Bowl, John Madden steps in with his yellow marker <laughs> and barnyard analogies to give play by play commentary of the performance. This is the greatest Super Bowl halftime show ever <laughs> so o- far. The only thing that would be better if instead of the monkeys that came out, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joel Torrens wrote in. He said, um, the stage in the middle of the field is completely dark. Many unidentifiable shapes can be seen. Wait, if they can be seen, how can they not be identified well, as shapes? You, uh, they can be identified as shapes, just you can't identify what them shape beyond, are? Yeah. Shape, beyond just a shape. <laughs> oh, it's a shape. A, yeah. It's, it's like, unidentifiable an in a specific way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not like that. Like, I can't tell whether or not that's a trapezoid. Yeah. <laughs> not so much that. Okay, so it's not unidentifiable shapes, it's things that, are that look like shapes that are yeah. unidentifiable. I can see that. Somewhere a phone rings and a spotlight comes on to reveal a giant banana. It unpeels itself to reveal none other than Rafi, who begins to sing his beloved hit, Banana Phone. He segues from there into a medley of current hip-hop hits, and as his mic slowly fades out, the stage is covered with a familiar landscape, and a tree comes up in the middle, carrying none other than Fred Pinner to sing another medley of current alt-rock punk hits. Fred Pinner's place. Once he finished, there is a mock explosion. Not an explosion, a mock explosion, in which everything <laughs> suddenly vanishes while confetti flies everywhere. In reality, everything is just sucked in through high-powered vacuum tubes. Two dark figures begin playing Rafi the cello and, and guitar. Are killed. It doesn't take very long for everyone to realize that it's none other than Yo-Yo Ma and Kenny G promoting a new album that they've collaborated to release. Wow. Of course, the entire spectacle would be put on by Jim Henson Productions. I would watch that halftime show. I would tape it. I would talk about it for years. Would I enjoy it? Honestly, could not tell you. Yeah. <laughs> now, I That's a fair assessment. Th- there are two things missing which I think are required. One is zipline, two <laughs> is blue angels. <laughs> right. All right, well, that'll do it for your feedback. Now, for next week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Hey. If you could combine two animals, 
what would they be and what attributes <laughs> would the new creature have? And we want pictures. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We want for, pictures. for example, I, I created, after much deliberation, a sheagle. Which is a shark and an eagle, and he can master the air or sea. Yeah, but 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 but, okay. Are you limited by water breathing and air breathing? No, no. You can you can switch genres. Uh, So they can be amphibious. Yeah, they could have. But it would live on land. But you decide to spend a lot of time in the water. You decide to have like a whale. For yeah. for instance, you you totally decide the habitat. For instance, mine is an ostropus. It's a mixture between an ostrich and octopus, and it has nine long ostrich necks. Well, eight, I guess. And they're covered in suckers. It's a land-based animal, but has a strange, inexplicable yearning for the sea. <laughs> now, what purpose would it serve? Oh, it doesn't serve a the, purpose. The it's a freak of nature. The shegal would terrorize humanity exactly. and probably end human civilization. Well, that's the, why the I ostropus. would train it. I would train it for my own. Like, I would be a villain, like Mr. Shegal, you know? And but I'd have would, a whole bunch of shegals at my be, command. It would be like the dinosaurs, right. you know? So, it, that serves a purpose. The ostropus, just wistful ennui. That's yeah. that's all it has going for it. Is it a pet? Is it a domesticated? Well, I mean, you could, you could breed them like you do ostrich. Is it cute? For me, yeah, they make it's delicious eggs. Eight, it's got eight necks covered in suckers. I don't think. I mean, <laughs> depends upon your standards of beauty. So I it's guess. terrifying. Yeah, it's fairly terrifying. Yeah. But it's not necessarily mean. It's no, no, it's not at all. It's just it's just wistful. It's just more terrifying. than anything, it's just kind of it's melancholy. just it haunts little children's dreams. Yeah, but it shouldn't because it's a peaceful animal. It's just melancholy. Now, so maybe if we were used to it, we wouldn't think it was terrifying. Exactly. That's right. But you'd always feel a little sorry for it because it'd be like it's yearning for the sea. And it's never even seen the ocean. It yeah, lives in a landlocked so country. It, ha- it has to, but it can't be near the coast. Yeah. So why it, can't it just kind of walk toward the coast? Well, it could, but it's on a farm. It's fenced in. <laughs> yeah. But in the wild. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't think they'd exist in the wild. You have to breed them. Oh, <laughs> these are these are made in a lab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but the the thing is, if if someone had never seen a scorpion before and they saw one, they'd be like, "What the heck is that? It's got crab pinchers and a whip tail." Thing. Yeah, seriously, you'd you know, be terrified. That'd be pretty, yeah, horrifying. That's but my, after that's my animal, right? A scorpion. A scorpion. <laughs> I like to combine a crab, a spider, <laughs> and, and a rattlesnake, a, and a rattle. <laughs> Done. Scorpion. <laughs> that's what I'll call it. But, uh, but it's only the, two animals. The thing behind this animal situation is they also have to have a fatal flaw mm. okay yeah. and the flaw doesn't necessarily have to be physical for instance it could be emotional right the ostropus <laughs> yearns for the sea the uh so it's never really happy right yeah. the the now, sheagle question. does poorly in job interviews yes no because it terrorizes and eats the person interviewing right. now the question about yours is if it's yearning for the sea, and eventually you would think the uncaged ones would make it there, do they? They die. <laughs> it's so like its lemmings. fatal flaw is that it's it like yearns lemmings. for something that ultimately that will kill it, it like a lemming. Yeah. yeah, like mm. a lemming. Something it can't That's have. Deep. That's See, a fatal flaw. I would like a a a turtle and a bear. Okay, it would be like a bear a in bear a turtle doll? shell. A barrel. <laughs> <laughs> How do you combat a barrel? There's no way. Yeah, it really is. But the, it well, you'd incre- flip it over on its back. Well, it was incredibly cowardly. So you would never, <laughs> you know, like a, a it, you would never encounter one that would want to do any harm to you yeah. because, you know, it's very cowardly. So basically, we want pictures. We want their attributes, and we want their fatal flaw. It can be physical, but 
I think more of these would be more psychological or personality. <laughs> and these based. are animals, so we're not going to combine anything with humans. Oh no, no. Mine, mine's a manatee, half man, half manatee. It does public service announcements for actual manatees, and the fatal flaw is that he moves very slowly and often gets hit by cars. <laughs> and, and does very poorly in job interviews. Yes, <laughs> he has an impressive resume. Cars and and propeller yeah. boats. He has a very yes. impressive resume. He just doesn't interview Boy, well. He, he has to work in the nonprofit sector. <laughs> Because the interview is so poorly. Oh. <laughs> no offense anybody works. We apologize to everyone who works in the nonprofit yeah, sector. I did get sure a the- press release recently from like a Save the Manatee Foundation type of people. And the headline for the press release, instead of candy th- this Easter, give a manatee. Wow. <laughs> They're it delicious. It begin to make sense. That's actually what I got Maya for Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's waiting in the yard. Thanksgiving. <laughs> for <laughs> Someone pulls up in a truck with a manatee yeah, and some fake it Easter grass. Can't, like Maya gets home and Cameron's in the front yard. There's a manatee laying there and he's just got a garden hose. Just like, <laughs> come say hi. <laughs> now, is it a manatee? <laughs> or a manatee. Well, if you eat a manatee, it's murder. <laughs> if you eat a manatee, it's just delicious. delicious. <laughs> it's delicious. It's and still illegal, most likely a felony. Yeah. Well, that's why it's so delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it's forbidden fruit. <laughs> manatee. The forbid manatee meat. The forbidden fruit. <laughs> The forbidden white That's- meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually incredibly tough and not very good, but it is. No, for- it's soft and tender. Have succulent. you ever seen a manatee? <laughs> Absolutely not, not Kara's manatee, a real manatee. Yeah, it's like it's like a pork. You it know? it like falls yeah. falls apart on your fork. Basically, That's how it is it's like incredible. a pot roast. <laughs> manatee meat, the forbidden fruit. I love the forbidden that. white meat. That's the tagline from the official Manatee Meat Foundation. Yeah. It's what's for dinner, but don't tell anyone. It's like it's like a it's like an extremely powerful lobby group that's lobbying to get manatee meat legalized. It's like buffalo meat. It started out as uh, very limited, but mm-hmm. it's now in more yeah. circulation. I've and actually accepted. eaten a buffalo yeah. burger. Buffalo, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling they're you, lower you, fat and it's good. Same as manatee. Yeah, so. you taste manatee one time. And you'll never go back. No. <laughs> I the time I ate buffalo, they actually had buffalo in a pen outside the restaurant. Oh, that's just- <laughs> yeah, like, I'll see you guys. <laughs> well, it's like when you walk into a seafood restaurant, you see the lobsters. Yeah. I feel yeah. very bad for them. I know you that know? disturbs me. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what if they paraded all of our food that way? Yeah. Well, at least at least like lobsters are crustaceans. You know, buffalo are. <laughs> They have, a powerful they have mammal. Like doughy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Sad eyes. Hey there, little guy. I know you used to rule the prairie and all. It used to be a symbol for strength and honor, but you're one heck of a burger. <laughs> you look delicious. You're the leanest meat there is. Lots of Olympians eat you. <laughs> Don't feel bad for being caged up. Lots of Olympians eat you. In a way, you're competing. (laughs) You're a winner, Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Restaurant is crawling with Olympians. (laughs) (laughs) Drooling, bloodthirsty Olympians. You walk into a restaurant and it's like, this place is crawling with Olympians. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. here. What's going yeah. on? Let's go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, they got a manatee. And they're all, they're all doing the their skill. They're <laughs> doing yeah. cartwheels. And yeah. 
throwing Let's go things. across the street to Shoney's. They just got the Goodwill games people over there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you uh, want to answer that question, you can write us at editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and uh, let us know. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and recap what the question was. Yeah, don't be intimidated by our awesome answers. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, write us in. And uh, next week in the podcast, we actually have a very special guest. Don Miller is going to be in the studio here with us. And uh, if last year was any indication, it was so good, we had to split into two podcasts. So we actually might get two podcasts out of um, uh, Don's time with us next week. So uh, definitely tune in for that. It's going to be a good one. In fact, people are still talking about last year's. I get people mention it every once in a while. Yeah. We should ask Don this question. <laughs> <laughs> this should be our whole discussion. <laughs> and why. <laughs> On that note, that'll wrap up this week's podcast. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Carrie Davis. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Aaron Smith. And we'll see you next week. Or our fax, our fax is 407-660-8555. That was a huge mistake.